Welcome in, everybody. Rice Dynasty, we made it through the first week. Week two, after an amazing week one, where, John, I think almost all the teams just popped, except for one (laughs) that surprised all of us. Yeah. Your brother, Anthony, is he done? Is Tom back? Is Charlie going to be in the toilet bowl? We have a lot of questions to answer today. Wow. Lots to answer. I'm super excited, Michael. I mean, God, this is Anthony's downfall here. It was like watching the Saints-Buccaneers game and seeing Tom Brady throw two picks. You know, Anthony, he's the goat out there, but all of a sudden, he's looking old. He's not looking too good. It's scary. I'm scared as to where we've put him in our power rankings this week, Michael. I think he should be scared. I think you should be scared too. It's like how the mighty have fallen, man. Like this is like this is Anthony we're talking about, the all-time leading scorer in this league, the team with the best record historically in the league, only having six losses in two years coming into this game, regular season, but now starting the season 0-1. Now he was playing the top scoring team in the league. It wasn't so much that he lost, it was how he lost. He didn't look good. No. He, he, I mean, still had, what, the third least amount, or fourth least amount of points. Um, very close to Nick, though. So, uh, yeah, especially in a week where everyone was popping off, like, it feels even, I, I'm there. It feels bad to score 117. <laughs> like, 117 is a pretty good score. But I'm looking at all these other scores, and I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I, I might have to score more this year to... <laughs> To beat some teams. So when, it, when you score 109 and you're Anthony, I'm sure that does not feel good whatsoever. No, it really doesn't, especially Alvin Kamara did have one touchdown callback, but he had two touchdowns. Anyway, we can get a little bit more into his team. This is not just us hating on Anthony <laughs> the entire podcast. It's just crazy. Even though I agree. It is crazy. It's crazy. Like, again, it's not that he lost. It's just that it's the fact that his team did not look good. But it's week one. He's shown historically that he's you know, still that great, but um, we've got some bold takes for it. So yeah. let's uh, let's dive into these power rankings and oh, see yeah. where he falls. I also, I liked you throwing in some stats there too. League history stats, that just made me, phew, I love that. We should, I, I, know. I really want to like go through league history and just like pull out like individual stat, like my record against Chris or some like random stats like that. <laughs> Like, I think that'd be fun. Anything against Chris, honestly, I, I'm game for that. <laughs> hell yeah, hell uh, yeah. The guy just scored 175 points. We could do our best to try to say, oh, his team's bad. Let's make fun of it. But he scored 175 points. There's a lot of points. Uh, there are a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Yeah. Okay. You lead us off here with number 10 in the power rank. Oh, no. You went first last time. I'll lead us off. Okay. Do it. Uh, shocker number 10 is Alex Um, he had 82 points this week he was he had a max points four of 119 which was still the lowest in the league Um, I'll try to keep it positive with Alex though because I think there's a lot of things we could point to and say negative Um, Jimmy Garoppolo looked he looked bad as a player but good as a fantasy player so he made the right start I guess (laughs) Um, John Brown looked nice um, Henry Henry Ruggs, he got hurt, but in his first half, he looked really good. Um, um, oh, God, his <laughs> running backs combined for eight and a half yeah, points. Running That's out of good really, things to say, I see. I've, I've really run it. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky looked good uh, in a nice comeback win. Uh, Sammy Watkins. It's a guy who could come in for him. Nine, nine targets, seven catches, 82 yards and a touchdown. That's good. Alan Lazard, great trade, as I've said since the beginning, great trade. Um, And Josh Kelly. So as bad as it looks, he's got some guys that did some things for him. Um, You know, not great, but he's 10. Yeah. While he's 10, I will say I'm like, there are some uh, hopes of glimmer. There's a little bit of hope around the corner, I guess, specifically with Josh Kelly. 
because he did look really good this week. Um, and with Tyrod Taylor, it looks clear that that Eckler is just not going to be the main man here. Me and Michael were talking earlier about how much Philip Rivers apparently loves to pass to running backs, as he did this past week with the Colts, and as he did last year with Austin Eckler uh, pretty often early on. And Eckler was not getting the love this week as much. So J- Josh Kelly's looking like a pretty good pick here and he's he's looking good and he's obviously young and uh i think this is uh alex a good example of why draft picks are pretty important and you shouldn't trade them away because sometimes you draft josh kelly and he ends up being right. good for you <laughs> so and, yeah yeah no okay. it's amazing like we, we're looking at this year and we're like man these draft picks were extremely valuable like especially even Henry Ruggs, yeah. especially this year, like it was a really good class. I mean, I think we we kind of knew that going in, but we didn't know how good it is. And I think we're seeing that like Josh Kelly is going to be a starter for Alex probably for a while. And I even I texted him this morning and I just said, Alex, whatever you do, don't trade Josh Kelly unless <laughs> someone gives you a bag. That is what I told him because I he, he needs a running back. He's got carry on and yeah, freaking uh, Tyreek Cohen playing for him. So he needs running backs. So nobody trade for Josh Kelly. Let him let him flourish on Alex's team, please. <laughs> if I were Alex, I'd be so excited to take carry on Johnson out of my lineup. Oh, my God. That would be a great day. Thank God. Um, okay. Yeah. Number nine for me is... The 2020 championship roster, Charlie Sears. I know you had him low last week. I wasn't there yet. I was like, no, he'll be fine. He's still in the top six. I think I was wrong, unfortunately. I think that tight end position just kills him. I mean, you look at, again, we, we've said this over and over, but like Barkley, Drake, Godwin, Metcalf. That's a very solid four right there. But you still have to start four other positions. Like yep. Eric Ebron is not going to cut it. And even T.Y. Hilton and Sony Michelle are not going to cut it. And he's going to hate to hear this. This is what's really going to piss him off. <laughs> Drew Brees, he's not going to be good enough. He's not a quarterback that you should be starting every week. He has Matt, I said it. I think Matt Ryan can be good enough, though. Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards. That's insane. On his bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he should be playing Matt Ryan. I know Drew Brees is his pl- favorite player. He's a Hall of Famer. But I just think in terms of fantasy, he's not going to be that productive because the rest of their offense is so good. You know what I mean? He doesn't need to throw for 400 yards. It's not a good fantasy quarterback. So that's where I think Charlie's got some weaknesses that we'll see if he plugs the holes here. Jamison Crowder is a guy you can throw in, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if Crowder is going to have a very long catch like he did every week. Um, I also have him at number nine, uh, which is one down from last week. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, just not. I mean, it went a lot worse this week for Charlie than I thought it was going to, honestly. Uh, yeah, I just expected more from Godwin. Expect, I mean, Barkley's just in an awful position <laughs> just like could never couldn't run at all um that giants offensive line looking pretty bad um honestly yeah and <laughs> we're gonna get into that more with other players too the steelers have a great defense too mm-hmm. could have been just the steelers but yeah i agree i think it's mainly the flex position the two flexes here and the tight end that i'm worried about for charlie i don't think so michelle's gonna get a touchdown every week i think he is lucky that he got 10 points this week T.Y. is looking like he's on the way out in Indy. And, and Philip Rivers can't throw it past five yards. Um, only, like, positive I can see is, like, Allen Robinson wants to get out of Chicago, possibly. So maybe Anthony Miller all of a sudden becomes the new Allen Robinson. I, I mean, look better than Allen Robinson this week. So um, that's a positive on the bench. But besides that... Yeah, just a little scary for Char- scared for Charlie's flexibility, and if Kenyon Drake, Saquon, aren't putting up twenty plus with with awful flexes like this, like I, I would be scared if I were Charlie. Agreed, and you know you have to consider they both had tough matchups. Like the 49ers is not an easy matchup. Detroit still did fine; he scored a touchdown. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think you can't count on those guys to 
hammer you and you need to be able to plug positions in. So I don't know if that means, you know, trading a guy like Godwin or Barkley to get more pieces, but that's up to him to decide. I'm sure he will not listen to that and he will just roll with his lineup. So, yeah, I mean, I think he, if I were him, I would try to toss Barkley for three good players, three good players or something like that. I think Barkley is a huge name, obviously like you get a lot for him. I agree. I agree. And he's a must start and he's got tough matchups coming up. So now's the time. Yeah. Now's the time. So anyway, number eight, I, um, I was kind of between two teams here. I went with Shaky's chin. He had a nice week, but Rogers is not going to score 44 every week. Um, And I don't think David Johnson is going to score 20 either. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I think, you know, what's crazy. He actually has one of the best quarterback situations in our league. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere. He has one of the best quarterback situations of anybody. The man who, um, the man who had a chance to draft Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson. <laughs> and and didn't. And Jameis Winston. And now he has Jalen Hurts, Alex Smith, Jameis Winston, and Blake Bortles still on his team. <laughs> God, why is Blake Bortles still on the team? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and Devontae Freeman. Dude, this guy has three guys on his team that don't even have teams. Antonio Brown's still on his team, too. Oh, Devontae Freeman said that he does have like four offers. So I guess you keep him I'll believe for it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> but he isn't going to um, sign this week, he said. <laughs> no, will not sign this week. <laughs> I have four offers, but I'm just not, fe- not, not this uh, week. Not, it's just not the week. Not the teams I want. So... <laughs> God, but Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown looked nah, good. That yeah. is a flex. You have got to start Malcolm Brown next week. Um, not the week after because you play me. Don't start him then. But, <laughs> you know, just next week. Next week is a Malcolm Brown week. No, but he's got a nice team. I have an eight. It's it's close. I think, honestly, I'll even throw Charlie in this. I think five through nine are extremely tight for me at this point. So... I agree. Go ahead. I, I also had tons of trouble doing this one, and I also landed on Grant at, at eight eventually. And I think it's not because of his performance this week, because I do think he looked really he looked really good this week. It's more because of his players and how I think they'll do going forward. Um, he had a lot of great surprises this week, like you said, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he'll do that um, that often. Aaron Jones looked great. Uh, Travis Kelsey, of course, looking Zach Moss looking great. Um, and yeah, just everything clicking for him this week. And unfortunately couldn't pull out the win because AJ Brown did almost nothing. Um, but the Tennessee offense does not like being an offense. They, they enjoy just handing it to Derrick Henry or the threat of Derrick Henry getting the ball. And apparently they enjoy Corey Davis too. They like Corey Davis a lot. I think, uh, AJ Brown will turn around. I agree. In my opinion, I think. He'll kind of figure it out. Um, I'm not worried. He's just so talented. He's really good. So yeah, I wouldn't I, worry too much about him. But I yeah, agree. right now, not looking good. So. Number seven, I have Nick. And it's, you look at his game and you say, oh, he didn't do that well. Like, because Lamar had 35 and he only scored 108. But I'll say this. He had tough matchups. Like, I think across the board, his team just had unfavorable matchups. The one that was a good matchup was probably Tyler Lockett against Atlanta. But even Todd Gurley, they did not run the ball much because they were down the whole game. I don't think that will happen every week. You won't play Russell Wilson, who will throw one incompletion in like the whole game, and it was a drop. Um, Melvin Gordon looked nice, and the injury to Philip Lindsay sets up a big opportunity for him. Um, will Fuller, I think, is going to be a nice player for him. I think that's a must-start every week. Unfortunately, James Conner got hurt, and Evan Ingram didn't do a whole lot because, again, the Steelers are insane defensively. Um, And as weird as this sounds, Kareem Hunt looked like the best back in Cleveland. (laughs) Chubb did not look good this week. He did not. Um, So, no, I have Nick here right now. I think we'll see how his team performs going forward. I think he could be a sleeper candidate for an upset this week, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. 
Okay. I also have Nick. It's so tough. Like, yeah, we've got it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's crazy because like everyone I feel like it's so close this like we're talking about these teams that would not make the playoffs, but I still think they like have good rosters. Mm-hmm. Um like the past three, Alex, I don't think has a playoff roster, but like Charlie, Nick Grant, I think they all have possible playoff rosters. So, um, yeah, I like Nick's team. Unfortunate, very unfortunate Monday night for Nick. Just Evan Ingram, Dud, Connor injury. Um, but Melvin Gordon was huge for him. Like that was a big surprise. I, I, and he ended Monday night with a great surprise, if you ask me, especially with Lindsay out. Clearly Gordon looked Super good. Um, I'm yeah. uh, specifically on one drive. He was just going crazy. I, I I really liked what I saw out of Melvin Gordon. Luckily enough, if Connor continues to have these injury issues or is out for a game, he does have Benny Snell, who looked good when Connor went out. Um, Peyton Barber apparently is uh, going to get the ball for the Redskins at the goal line every time. So All right. maybe that's a possible start one week. Who knows? Um, yeah, besides that, yeah, just great stuff. He has Lamar Jackson, so there's a chance he could win any week, too. Um, and Todd I don't know if you talked about Todd Gurley, but Todd Gurley looked, looked good, too, uh, which was a Todd surprise Gurley for me. Todd Gurley did look good. Yeah, Todd Gurley looked good. Um, okay. I'm going to get up on a soapbox for just, just a minute. About Peyton Barber. <laughs> Peyton Barber. <laughs> Let's go back to last season, week 12, okay? He got at least... He was getting at least 10 carries a game for most of this. A few games, he only got five or six. Let me read you his yards per carry. 2.9, and then this week, 17 carries, 29 yards, 1.7 yards per carry, but two touchdowns. Why is this guy playing? Why is he in the game? What are we doing here? He is so good, Michael. Clearly, Gibson is he not is as good awful. as this guy. Oh my god, I was so angry. It's like Gibson was every time he touched the ball, it, like he, there wasn't much running room. First of all, but second, like when he did get in space, he looked explosive, like so much better than Peyton Barber. And then every time they got to the goal line, I was like, "Oh, is this twenty-four? No, it was thirty-four. It was Peyton Barber." <laughs> They just give him the ball every time they're at the goal line. <laughs> and apparently like, it works. Why? <laughs> apparently. Because they're like. It's just <sighs> the big. I mean, I've, the Buccaneers did it too. Bucks. That's why Rojo was never the guy. Because Ben Barber would always just get the ball at the ben goal Barber. line. Why is he? Because they're like, oh, you know who always gets at least 1.7 yards? Peyton Barber. <laughs> 1.7 yards guaranteed. No more, but guaranteed. And guess how far we are from the end zone? 1.7 yards. Let's get him in. It's time, Peyton. Yeah. He's so I consistent. So consistent. He's so, he's so consistently bad. <laughs> and that's what we need right now here at the goal line. We only need a couple yards, so... Give it to There's us. One man to do it. It's you know it's second down and six. You know goal to go. Right. So <laughs> guess we're giving it to Peyton Barber three times. <laughs> get two yards makes each time and score. Yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. The math checks out. You know he gets on base, <sighs> as Billy Bean would say in Moneyball. You know he gets on base. He hits one twenty. <laughs> he gets on base. But he gets yeah, on uh, base. All right. That's all we care about. Okay. Enough about Peyton Barber. That's too much time. But he he deserved that. He deserved it. He did. Number six. This is really weird to do. You you wondered how far he'd fall. This is where he fell for me. This is Anthony. Number six. Wow. Um, wow. 109.8 points. Not terrible. It's how it happened. Nick Chubb. 10 carries, 60 yards, and a fumble. Not what you like to see. Probably should have got more carries if you're going 10 carries for 60 yards. But it's the game situation. And let me tell you this about the Browns. They're (laughs) not good. That's always the game situation for the Browns. (laughs) Exactly. Kareem Hunt might be the guy to own in Cleveland because they're always going to be losing. Uh, 
Honestly, Stephon Diggs didn't look bad. He caught eight balls for 86 yards. He just John score. Brown is there, though. So John Brown done. got more targets. <laughs> so John Brown is clearly the guy. Um, Leonard Fournette, I don't think he is as good as Ronald Jones. I'm yeah, going to say it. I think, I think Ronald Jones looked like the better back. And it's one game. But I think you might be better starting Paris Campbell. You know who runs really short routes? Paris Campbell. <laughs> Philip Rivers does not throw the ball more than five yards, and Paris Campbell is always within five yards of the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Paris Campbell is such it's a good pickup. It's Paris Campbell season. It's Paris Campbell season. Um, no, but he didn't have Kenny Galladay, um, but I couldn't put him ahead of any of the top five teams. They just all looked better, so here he is. He's at number six for me right now. He's there for me as well. It's hard to do it. Wow. Yeah, we're set. we're so similar. I'm scared we have the same power rankings here, which is nuts right. for this week, in my opinion. But I don't um, think we ever we've ever had the same. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. But um, go ahead. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, just a sad week. Even looking at his max points for stat, he's second worst in the league. So including his, if he'd set his best lineup, it was the second worst. Like. Um, if everyone else also did. So it's just, yeah, it's not looking good for Anthony here. I, I'm glad Kamara showed up again because he definitely needs that with Chubb disappointing, with, like you're saying, Fournette disappointing. I mean, he's just got a lot of disappointments like he did towards the end of last year when he realized, like, oh, Kamara is never going to pick up here this season and all this stuff. It just sucked. And now it's continuing. It's... Right, it's rough. The worst. I feel like the worst thing to happen to Chubb was was Hunt. When once Hunt started playing, that's when Chubb just started dipping, because he was yeah. he was great. He was putting up great points before Hunt um, was able to play. So, and yeah, I don't know. Anthony's just it's rough. It, it's it's rough. It's sad. It's sad to see him fall. He he, he drafted a great team, and it, it's disappointments all over. He hasn't really made too many moves with it, though. Um, I guess that's the issue. See, here's my thing, too, is you look at Alvin Kamara and you say, oh, he had 22 points. He had a really nice day. Receiving wise, he had a nice day. He caught five catches for 51 yards and a touchdown. Running the ball, 12 carries, 16 yards. This is like Peyton Barber numbers right here. <laughs> and one touchdown. So this is literally like Peyton Barber's rushing your numbers. Um he hasn't been an efficient rusher. You know, even last year, he was not very efficient rushing the ball until the end of the year. So he's got to pick that up. I mean, Tampa Bay's got a nice front, so that makes it tough. But um, yeah, he's got to pick up his rushing efficiency. Yeah. I mean, Anthony, I expect Anthony to make some good trades. He's always a great fantasy owner. I expect him to make good trades, good moves, whether it's waiver wire trades, whatever it is. I expect this team to be competing this year for sure. You don't think um, he could tank? He could possibly tank. That would also be a move. That would be a smart move from Anthony as well. Tanking, obviously not as strong this year. Tanking would, with the rules we've made, tanking is going to have to involve him trading his pieces away for draft picks now. So exactly. Yeah. He could do that. He could. He already, got, he already got a first round out of me. He's got a first round out of Alex. Like, Yeah, he basically it. already has the first round, uh, the first pick overall next year. He definitely has the first overall pick. And yeah, depending on, I mean, he, he's on pace. No, I'm just kidding. He's going to be more than uh, the second lowest max points for. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Why don't you go ahead with number five, since I've gotten to talk about every team before you have so far. Okay. So I'll let you All go. right. That's fair. Uh, my number five is Quinn. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yep. My number five is Quinn, which I think he stayed the same despite a great performance. Um, just some unfortunate, like a very um, unfortunate injury out of Marlon Mack. There's, there's some unfortunate moments for Quinn. If you ask me, Blake Jarwin got injured too, even though I don't think that matters as much to him. Um, but besides that, wow, what a week. I mean, watching most must Raheem Mostert, so good. Um, Marquise Brown had 101 yards. Thielen looked great, despite the um, the Vikings not looking good. Carson looked good. 
which is a great sign for him. The fact that like everyone looks good besides who I predicted Austin I thought Eckler. was gonna have a yeah. fantastic year, Austin Eckler is crazy to me. Like I was like I was like I really like Quinn mainly because Austin Eckler, but now everyone else is just carrying him. Russell Wilson, my God, Russell. I mean Atlanta's an easy matchup. Let Russ I, cook. Yeah, I still think Russell Wilson's like definitely top three um, fantasy quarterback this year. Uh, I know it's Atlanta and probably getting overhyped here but my god he's just so good um there's someone on the bench i wanted to talk about i feel like oh yeah Corey davis Corey is on davis. his team Ugh. um so he, he's still got he's got some much it's not as deep as you'd like it to be i think but um i, I still his starting lineup looked really good this year and it's it's still crazy to think about where quinn has been and shows you you can turn around your team clearly yeah, he, he was in a rough spot a few years ago. I mean, in the Toilet Bowl final, he got last. He lost to me in the Toilet Bowl final two years ago. <laughs> and here, I, here he is scoring the second most points in week one with a lineup that I will say there are some things that are unsustainable. So I, that's why I have him at five and not higher. Um, one of those things is unfortunately Chris Carson because he had six carries for 21 yards he did not get the goal line work in week one, which kind of, uh, that's a red flag to me a little bit because Carlos Hyde got it. Um, but he caught six passes for 45 yards and two touchdowns. You know how many pa- uh, touchdown passes Chris Carson had caught in his career before this game? No. Three. Zero? Three. Three. Three in his career, wow. and then he caught two this game. So I don't think that's sustainable, but hopefully he gets more rushing work. I mean, you would think. Maybe it's just Russ, let Russ cook time and it's Carson in the receiving game. So I don't know. But obviously, like you said, Thielen looks clearly like a wide receiver one. Hollywood Brown with 101 yards but no touchdowns. I think that's a great sign for Quinn's team because mm-hmm. they weren't even in a position where they had to throw much and he still got 101 yards. Clearly the number one wide receiver. And, I mean, Raheem Mostert, I think – he is a very solid flex play. I think he's going to have to find another solution to that flex spot. Unfortunately, honestly, the way Marlon Mack looked, if he was still healthy, yeah. he would probably be top three for me right now. Like Marlon Mack looked good. But that was t- so unfortunate. It, he, he looked really good. <laughs> God. I'm not going to say it was so unfortunate. I'm not that upset about it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, Jonathan Taylor owners clearly upset because like first whole first quarter, Taylor was just like not in a single play. He Marlon play Mack was going. Marlon Mack was going nuts. And I was like, oh, well, I understand why he's not playing. Marlon Mack looks really good. He looked amazing. And it's sad. Yeah. You kind of feel bad for the guy in a contract year. Um, anyway, no, though, I think Quinn was great in week one. I think his team's going to be really good, but I think he will regress to the mean a little bit and kind of be middle of the pack. So I have him at five. Agreed. Uh, my number four is the Minshew men, Tom Myring. I think we um, have the exact same power rankings. <laughs> I think we really do. <laughs> okay well we'll see we'll see the the three the top three could be different i doubt it i doubt it (laughs) um yeah tom murray the Minshew man uh some awful news today right before this podcast actually which is unfortunate but i luckily for him he had the most max points for 195 um so he clearly has some possible depth this year Minshew looked good. Uh, I was talking to Tom earlier today, and he said, I just love the passion Tom has for Gardner Minshew, honestly. Like, he was just talking about how he loves watching the Jags games. He loves watching Gardner Minshew just take the field. And he looks so, he said, he looks so confident, and he knows, like, that's my QB. He's about to give me a touchdown, which is great. I love the connection uh, Tom has with Gardner Minshew. I think that's going to. That's a real morale booster for for Minshew there. Um, besides that, Mark Ingram is going to have to sit. Um, it, it, I mean, you look at the starting lineup. There's some. There are two pretty big unfortunate things that happen. Mark Ingram looks awful. Michael Thomas injured, uh, but the rest of his lineup did so well. 
Um, even Robbie Anderson did so well. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, but his bench, Hines. I think Taylor, it's Taylor time, but I also think it's Hines time. I think both of them will be good starts. I mean, like we've been talking about all podcasts, Philip Rivers does not like to throw it downfield, apparently. Um, Hines had eight receptions, 45 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I think Swift looked good at times, although obviously he made an awful drop. Darius Slayton still looks like he's a possible start for sure. Under two yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, you like to see that. Uh, Hawkinson looked good. Jonu Smith looked good. Really good tight end depth. Yeah, Tom's Tom's looking like he's got the depth this year to make up for for Mark Ingram looking pretty awful and Michael Thomas's injury. So I don't know what else to say. You covered all the bases here. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> no, Tom did the perfect tank. He did the perfect tank, and I can finally acknowledge it. There are two glaring holes now in his lineup. And if you would have come into this week and said, "Yeah, between Mark Ingram and Michael Thomas, you're gonna you're gonna score seven points," I would have said, "Oh, Tom's gonna get killed," <laughs> and he scored one forty five. Like that, yep. that's why I have him in the top four. Like the rest of his team just popped and yeah he scored a lot of touchdowns and that's probably not going to be sustainable over time like you know calvin ridley two touchdowns noah fant a touchdown dj chark a touchdown robbie anderson a touchdown and elliot two touchdowns like not all those guys are going to score one or multiple touchdowns every week but let's say this you put in naheem hines in the passing role and he catches 10 passes a game like that's an that's RB2. So that's an RB2. Yeah. That's an Eckler, like, you know, mini little Austin Eckler kind of, kind of player. And then I think you'll see Cam Akers eventually taking over that job. And then you can plug him in. You have Darius Slayton. Like, obviously, Michael Thomas will come back. I think Ingram can still be a potential flex in and out here for you. Maybe. We'll see how much Dobbins takes over. Hopefully not. But we'll see. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, I like Tom's team a lot. I think he is a contender. Hell yeah. Um, number three for me is myself. We have the same power uh, rankings. Oh, ah. boy. <laughs> uh, every time I say who it is, I'm just hoping Michael will just say nothing, and I'll be like, okay, that means we've, we've differentiated. But, no, every single time. Um, yeah, I dropped two spots because – yeah, at the beginning of the season, my team definitely looked like the best. But I, I think it's a little bit of a wake-up call here in week one, which is always needed, you know? I, I like it. I like the wake-up call, especially with Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen. It makes me realize, okay, I shouldn't be so scared to take out Deshaun Watson in a bad matchup um, when Josh Allen has a better matchup, which I am putting Josh Allen in next week. He's finally getting the start. I was, I barely, I didn't have too many touchdowns this week at all. I think I legit had just Dalvin Cook touchdowns. Um, so that wasn't fun for me watching, but <laughs> uh, it was nice to still see Julio Jones and Derrick Henry score so many points without touchdowns. A little bit scared about DJ Moore. That's not a good sign there. A little scared about Waller. Um, not so scared about Mixon. Mixon always seems to start poorly a little scared about Allen robinson because he clearly doesn't want to be in chicago um i enjoyed my other robinson james robinson he he looked like a great um rookie and he, he's, he's looking like it's looking like i possibly could start dropping some jacksonville players here which is nice yeah, i think um, you figured but, out the jacksonville running back yeah yeah um but goddard looked super good people are starting to rank him in the top 10 tight ends which i think is very deserved even if Ertz is in philly it's clear wentz really likes his tight ends especially with a bunch of wide receiver injuries there right now so uh yeah not the best first week for me but obviously i think i'm still top three just because of just because of the names on my roster right now i agree i have you at three i think uh you need to make a few lineup changes one being it's Josh Allen time. It is. It's, yep. it's Josh Allen time. He's in. Um, no, I think James Robinson will make out for a great flex. Um, the reason I dropped you was not so much the uh, 
the week because I think everyone is bound for having a week like this. I mean, you went, you only had two players score touchdowns for you this week and you still won and you scored about 120 points. Like that's impressive. That means your team is extremely good. Like you have the depth to do that. Um, or not the depth. You have the star power to do that. That was going to be my complaint is I don't think you have the depth you used to. Brandon Cooks is not looking great. I think Cooper Cup will turn around. That's not what I'm worried about. I don't know how much Michael Gallup is going to do this year. We'll see what happens with Jerry Judy. There's a lot of targets there in Denver, and I don't think Drew Locke, sorry, Tom, is the best quarterback ever. (laughs) And, yeah, I think you you got James Robinson now. He's nice, but he's not – he's a playable flex, in other words. He's not going to be this – great player you have to start every week but no i think you throw josh allen in and i wouldn't blame you if you throw dallas goddard in i mean nine targets eight catches a hundred yards and a touchdown eh, vegas has a loaded yeah. offense now they got a lot of targets i think it's it might be goddard time i told you he was going to be a good player for you i liked him when i gave him to you so yep that's where yeah. you're at for me right now i think your team is still excellent still could be number one so that's where you're at all right, well, uh, my number two, <laughs> I'm scared, is uh, Michael Carey. Is it the same? He's saying nothing. It's different. Is it different? I'm not Holy saying sh- anything. <laughs> it's, it might be different. Who knows? Michael's my number two. Um, yeah, you can't... <sighs> you, you can't look... I, I, it's the same ranking I had him as last week, but you can't look at this roster just be scared shitless as to what it's going to do this year, to be honest. Um, yeah, this strategy absolutely paid off for Michael immediately. Like when the strategy pays off immediately, cause it wasn't supposed to pay off immediately. I'll tell you that. It was <laughs> and what it does, you're like, okay, yeah, Michael's going to be pretty damn good this year then. Um, yeah. CH Jonathan Taylor, and especially JK Dobbins, I think, Dobbins having 14 points, two touchdowns, and looking like he could just easily take over this spot. He he looked way better than Ingram already, uh, which is no one predicted that at all. Everyone was like, yeah, maybe down the line. Um, except Michael, I guess. Um, Chenault caught a touchdown. Like, just everything. All the rookie. It's... When you see all these rookies just popping off, you're like, okay, yeah, Michael had the right strategy. He knew this draft class was going to be good. He decided to all in on it, and it's paying off. Um, thinking about it, like imagine if Tom still had that pick and had CEH on his team. Tom's team would be so stacked. Holy cow. Um, but, yeah, this team's looking good. It, it, obviously, some issues this week. George Kittle got a little banged up. Dak didn't have a game he normally does, but I think – it was a tough matchup against the Rams. The Rams came out looking good this week. Um, obviously, Bell, don't start him ever again. Um, yeah, overall, so scary. Such a scary team and so young that it's got me thinking, when's this league reset going to happen, you know? Hopefully not for a long time. <laughs> a long time. Um John, I hate to tell you this. I have Chris Brenton at number two. Oh, it's different. (laughs) I didn't until you started talking about my team. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? It's time for a changing of the guard. I've never put Chris number one and I can't do it. I won't do it. (laughs) This happens so often. I feel like this is the fourth time this has happened where you're like, I had Chris at number one, but I switched it at the last second. I can't do it. Uh, (laughs) Chris, I can't believe I'm talking about Chris. I had this whole thing ready for my team and I'm not doing it. Um, Chris scored 175.9 points. It was the leader in the league. Let me try to find some weaknesses, okay? Let me try to do here. Let's start here. And uh, this might shock some people. Here's the player on Chris's team that I have the biggest problem with. Are you ready? No, I am not. (laughs) 
Christian McCaffrey. No, don't say that. John. <laughs> that if, is the best player on his team, right? It, it, it is. He was the consensus number one pick in all drafts in any format. It was Christian McCaffrey. But John, I'm going to tell you something. And you may not believe me He's right away. bad. This is going to be the beginning of the end for Christian McCaffrey. Oh my God, why? Let me explain. <laughs> Christian he scored McCaffrey. 30 points. Why make this prediction this week, right? <laughs> no, just let me explain. All right. If you had to look at three of what we consider the best receiving backs in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, and I know he's a rookie, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire is known for his receiving. You add up their catches this week compared to who is considered one of the worst receiving backs coming into this year, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> who had more catches, John? All three of those guys combined or Jonathan Taylor? I'm guessing Jonathan Taylor, just because he has Philip Rivers. It on his, was Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so McCaffrey needs John, or needs Philip Rivers on his team, and then he'll be good. Yeah, then he'll be good. He doesn't have Kyle Allen anymore. He doesn't have the check down Charlie. Teddy Bridgewater checks it down, but he checks it down to, you know, Robbie Anderson and all these other guys. Christian McCaffrey only got four targets in week one. That's not a ton for a guy who plays the entire game as Christian McCaffrey does. You know, the only t Christian McCaffrey had one game last year with fewer than four targets or fewer than four catches, I should say. And it just it surprises me. I think that's going to be the trend, though. You know, 23 carries, 97, 96 yards, but he had two touchdowns. I don't think the touchdown numbers are going to be sustainable, especially not as they start going up against good defenses. This bold take is going to look good in two weeks. I promise you. Okay. He's playing the we'll Bucks, have to come back to it. and then he's playing the Chargers. Those are two great defenses, and he is going to slow down. And uh, that's all I have to say. I can't say anything. Chris right. is too. We'll, we'll check up on it. We'll check up on it. <laughs> um, number one for me is Chris. <laughs> so I guess I'll talk about Chris. Chris McCaffrey's, in my opinion, I'll I'll state it just so you guys know. I I do think Chris McCaffrey's still good and still will be good. <laughs> just just to separate Not myself good. from this opinion. <laughs> um, but uh Josh Jacobs looked really good. Three touchdowns. That's what you want to see. Uh, Kyler Murray looked good and led his team to a victory against San Francisco, which is great. DeAndre Hopkins, the most targets he's gotten in his career. <laughs> God, I'm mad I traded this man. It's fine. Uh <laughs> 22 points for him. I mean him and Julio almost were, were super tight points wise. Both of them didn't get touchdowns. Um, Mark Andrews, two touchdowns. Robert Woods, looking better than um, Keenan Allen. Don't even so remember that guy's better. name at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, great team, obviously. Scored an insane amount of points. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, Rojo's looking better than Leonard Fournette, so that's a good stash, too. It's fine. Um, fine. Um, Odell might get traded, so that <laughs> that's what you're going to need at this point, Chris. Um, because like what I, I once again want to look at his stats because I always look at this when it comes to Odell because I still remember um, how many dropped passes he had in the game. I needed him to not drop passes um, when I had him, but he was three for 10 on receptions this past week. Um, yeah, Odell, I don't think he's good anymore, so... Uh, hopefully you're going to want him to go somewhere else. In my opinion, it's mainly the Browns are bad. I think Odell's still talented. The Browns are bad. I don't think he wants to be there. Uh, yeah. Besides that, obviously fantastic lineup. Insane. Really good. <laughs> Number one. It is arguably the best lineup in the league. Arguably. <laughs> oh, but I'm going to argue against you. Cause I think I am. Number one. <laughs> Because I have a man by the name of Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor That's it. <laughs> will be an RB1 this season. Jonathan Taylor will be an RB1. I also have the best wide receiver in football. And his name is Devontae Adams. 
and he is going to get probably like 15 targets a game. I mean, he got he got 17 targets for 156 yards, and that's not even thinking about his two touchdowns. Like, he is going to be the most targeted wide receiver in the NFL, and it's not going to be close. And you know, Miles Sanders is coming back. I think Mike Evans is going to be fine. He's got Carolina this week, so I'm not that worried. I think Kittle's going to be fine. He had a knee sprain, but it seemed like he avoided a major injury. And then. Um, there's this other guy I have. His name's Clyde, and I'm a big fan. Um, I think, look, I obviously just did this despite Chris, but <laughs> I think <laughs> this team has more depth than I thought it was going to have. I think O.J. Howard could be a player for me eventually. I think LaVisca Chenault looked great. I think Antonio Gibson, despite not scoring, I thought he still looked good. So um, I'm confident in this team. I think it's going to ride me a long way. And uh, I would say I have, I am in the best position of anybody in the league right now. So I am number one. Yes. Very nice looking stuff. Um, Watch me yeah, lose Charlie tra- this week. <laughs> Dude, it could happen. Honestly, with Charlie, it could happen any week. If you ask Kenyon Drake, just has to pop off for 40 and then you're just screwed. Yeah. So. You never know. You never yep. know. Uh-huh. But uh, we'll we'll get we'll get into those predictions uh, after after this nice little buy or sell segment brought to you by Michael mainly who created the buy or sell um, situationals. So go ahead, Michael. Buy or sell. We have a buy or sell for every <laughs> single team in the league. Oh my god! We want to make Another... sure we talk about everybody. Jeez, a jam packed episode. I love it. <laughs> so it's time to start with. The number two person in the power rankings, Chris Brenton. <laughs> John, this is kind of mm-hmm. making fun of both me and Chris because of guys that we have spent way too much on, and they both are not good at football anymore. Who <laughs> is Odell Beckham Jr., the equivalent of Le'Veon Bell for Chris? <laughs> buy or sell? Absolute buy, 100%. I mean, you just heard what I said. Obviously, 100% buy. As someone who sold Odell Beckham Jr. Because I I was so... I was done with this man. Um, yeah, especially after Odell lost me that game. Yeah, he's just looking. I think unless... Which I, it looks like there's some... Like Cleveland might trade him, is what I saw in the news today. But... It's a good thing, I think. It's mainly Cleveland, in my opinion. I mean, he was on the Giants before, which is not the greatest place for him to be either. But I still, he's obviously talented. But he's kind of, his career has just really gone downhill here quickly, very fast. Yep. Ten targets, only three catches. Not good for Odell. Um, no. Quinn. Quinn will make it to the top four in the playoffs, meaning he will get into the second round by yourself. Oh, boy. Ah, I think I'm going to sell it for now. Um, yeah, I think we're going to sell for now. There's just too, there's too many good teams in this league right now. Quinn, I think, is still just lacking a little bit of depth that I think teams like Tom, you, um, Chris me just all these teams that are above him in the power rankings mostly have um above him i think if one of these players gets injured or just one of them isn't performing as well it's going to be hard to replace him um so and had to start boston scott in his lineup this week shows he's going to be missing marlon mack i'll tell you what yeah um I'm, i'm selling for now i think it's definitely possible and i i would definitely buy on him making the playoffs to be honest i think he's got a great lineup I had to make it hard. Um, yep. Tom will have to play Naheem Hines every week from here on out by yourself. Hmm. This is an interesting one. Um, I'll buy it. And I think, I think it's going to become less of a have to and more of a want to at some point for sure. I think he's just going to be a must right now I think it's going to be a have to because it's just like, well, now my, now Mark Ingram sucks. Um, and one of my, and my best wide receivers out. So it's like, this, this is the guy we fill in with, but I think eventually he's just going to be, 
Um, alongside Zeke there, I think he's looking real nice, to be honest. He looked great last week. I'm really liking Hines based off week one. Who okay. knows what happens going forward? Who knows what their gameplay is? I'll buy it. All right. Charlie will be in the <laughs> Toilet Bowl final this year by herself. Oh, this is a juicy one. Um, I'm going to sell this one, and I think it's mainly because of, like I just mentioned, the Kenyon Drake factor, the Saquon Barkley factor, um, even the Chris Godwin factor, I'd say. And maybe eventually that could turn into the Metcalf factor as well. Uh, I think at any point, these players can drop 40. They are all really good players who randomly just score a bunch of touchdowns and rush like crazy. So I think when you have those players on your team, you're going to win some. You're bound to win some. I think he could easily find his way in the playoffs again with, with um, obviously his biggest problems, depth specifically once you get to the tight end on his starting lineup. But when you have those four players right there, I'm like, okay, you could pull out some wins that you sh- probably shouldn't win in the end because you have four really good players. Okay. Nick will turn Benny Snell into one of the best flexes in the league if James Conner does not play. Um, I'll sell just because I don't have enough info. If I don't know. It, yeah, if, if he doesn't play, I feel like Benny Snell could do it. But um, is he a must start if James Conner doesn't play? If James Conner doesn't play, I would start him for now for sure. I am worried. I, I especially after last week, I want to see more from Snell before I decide completely on whether or not. But from what I saw week one, I definitely can see Snell being better than Conner in the end. I, I could see Snell pushing out Conner, honestly, because Conner did not look good in comparison. Anthony will miss the playoffs. <sighs> of course. Of course this was his. Um, I'm going to buy. Ooh. And I'm going to buy. And I, I think at some point in the season, I honestly think Anthony's going to start living up to his team name right now, tanking for Trevor. I, I, I do think at some point his team might just... Nick Chubb just might not be performing to to the expectations. He might not be getting the wins. It might be another Tom situation. He might just get some unlucky wins, have an awful record, and then just decide, okay, time to tank. And maybe he trades Chubb away. Maybe he trades some of these big names away, which is what you would have to do to tank now. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. It. I'm going to buy it there. I, I, I Right now, it's looking reasonable to me that he misses. John, you will not have Darren Waller as your tight end by week three. I'm buying this 100%. Right now, I'm still leaning on starting Darren Waller, but only because I'm playing Alex this week. And, I mean, I feel like like Darren Waller's the riskier start than Goddard right now, to be honest, because of last week. Uh, But I'm just going to put Waller in one more week. Just see what happens. I, I think I could start either of them this week, to be honest, and be fine because I'm facing Alex. But I agree. I, I really think, <laughs> I really think it might be Goddard's year and not Waller's year. Might have made a bad trade getting him with Chris. I can't remember what the trade was exactly, or if it was just for Waller, or if that was the Terry McLaurin trade. I, there's so many trades at this point, I can't remember. Um, but I, I'll buy that. I'll buy it. And I... Maybe I even get, maybe I trade for someone um, that would be more consistent than Goddard because obviously, who knows, some some weeks Ertz might just take all Goddard's targets, so. For my team, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire will all finish as top 20 running backs. I'll buy it. I'll buy it easily. The only question for me is Dobbins still. I'll, I'll buy Taylor, CEH, I think, easily make top 20. Only question is Dobbins. And honestly, after week one, it looks like they already like him better. And it looks like they should already like him better because he looked better. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it for now. Okay. Grant needs to trade a quarterback <laughs> now while they're hot. Oh, bye. Ding, ding. Bye, bye, bye. 
buy the hell out of that one. Aaron Rodgers, um, Ben Roethlisberger even looking good. Cam Newton looking good. Yeah, just sell one of those guys. I probably keep Rodgers out of those ones. I think you could sell Cam Newton. I think it's clear that Belichick wants to bring out that side of Cam Newton where he runs the ball um, and scores that way. So I, I think he's he's like a Josh Allen type almost because Josh Allen gets most of his points for rushing the ball and scoring. Uh, and that's what Cam Newton originally was so valuable in fantasy for too. So um, yeah, I, I think sell one of these for sure. Uh, you got when you, I mean, I only have two quarterbacks when you got two quarter, good quarterbacks, when you have three good quarterbacks, you might as well sell one and just keep two. That's all you need. You only need two good, two good quarterbacks. So that's been buy or sell. <laughs> that was fun. All I liked right. it. I did too. I thought it was fun. Um, let's preview week two. All right. It's time. Should we start with me versus Alex? Let's do it. Um, I am going with uh, you, and I don't think we talk about it much. Um, let's see. We got uh, Tyree Cohen against the Giants. Uh, hopefully, he puts he changes his lineup and puts in uh, Mr. Alan Lazard as well as Josh Kelly. Um, but I don't see this going well. I'm going to go with uh, you and landslide. Not too difficult. Yeah, I. Uh, it's me. <laughs> That's it's it. Me. All right. Um, I'm gonna. Oh my need god! Charlie. It is crazy. It's crazy how many points you and Chris have projected this week. Jesus, you projected one fifty. One fifty on the dot. Point zero zero. That's the game I'm going to next. Me versus Charlie. Um, I just put myself number one in the power rankings, so I think I need to put myself as a win here. Uh, but I, Charlie scares me. Chris Godwin against Carolina. Kenyon Drake versus Washington. Saquon Barkley playing Chicago, who just showed that they're not that great of a run defense against uh, the ever vigilant Adrian Peterson. Um, so that was funny. Um, yeah, Charlie's got solid matchups, but I think talent will win out. I think Sanders is going to be back in for me, and I think I'll take this one. Yeah, I mean, you got good matchups too, specifically Devonta Adams versus Detroit. I think, oh, I think, my chops. yeah, Devonta will have a similar week. Dak Prescott's definitely going to bounce back this week against Atlanta if he does similar things to what Russell Wilson did to Atlanta. Uh, so, yeah, this is he has good matchups, but I think he got good ones too. So, and better players to go along with those good matchups. So, yeah, I think you're the the pick here. Yep. Charlie could pull off an upset. Who knows? But yeah. I'd go you. We have two on paper, just fantastic matchups this week. Um, oh, yeah. I've, it's hard for me to choose game of the week between those two. I know. I think let's go with the other matchup here, which is uh, Nick versus Chris um, in a game that I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, God. It, I I don't know. I think it. I think this game is going to be closer than what sleepers project. They're just projecting insane amount of points for you and Chris and me. Honestly, this week I'm, I've never seen those numbers. Honestly, um, but yeah, I, I do think it's closer than the sleeper projection. But I still think Chris has a better team here. Um, it is a tough matchup for McCaffrey. Um, a little bit of a tough matchup for Jacobs too. So he's got he's <clears throat> got some tougher matchups. Expect some more touchdowns from Mark Andrews. I don't know. I still like I still like this a little bit better. He has got Benny Snell in his lineup right now. Nick does so. <clears throat> if if I like that start, if James Conner is not playing, but I'm a little concerned if James Conner is playing about agreed. how many points Benny Snell can possibly get. Yeah, agreed. If Benny Snell is out, or sorry, if James Conner is completely out, um, and it's all Benny Snell that I like this start from Nick and I actually like his matchups better. So I think it's going to be really close. Um, this is uh, going to be controversial. I'm going to go with Nick. I'm going to go with it. I think Nick bounces yeah. back. I think it's uh, Melvin Gordon has an impossible matchup against Pittsburgh, especially with his offense, which is not very good. Um, so I don't think that's going to be a strength, but I think Todd Gurley does good against Dallas. I think uh, you'll see Will Fuller do well. Um, I think this is a bounce back week for Kareem Hunt. 
Big week for Kareem Hunt on Thursday night football. Give me Nick in an upset. Wow. Honestly, I don't think it's that controversial. I'm so, like, uh, last week was extremely high scoring. Like, one of the most high scoring fantasy weeks I've seen in general. Like, and I think that's why Sleeper has these projections so high right now. Like, I just think, like, obviously Chris scored 175 last week. That doesn't mean he's going to score 175 every week. Like, he's going to have bad weeks. I do think this is going to be a lot closer. I think Nick has a great roster, too. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up with the sleeper projection, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I think this will be a close one, but I'll, I'll go Chris Hedges him out here. Okay. Nick's got a t- Nick's got a tough schedule here to start off he these two really first tough matchups. Schedule. He's got me, then Chris, and then he's got I guess, Charlie, Charlie next, week. next week. That's not that bad, but I mean, it's still the defending champion. So mm-hmm. put a little respect on his name. Um, yep. All right, I'm gonna say the. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say that Anthony versus Grant is not game of the week. I'm going to give it to the other matchup. Only because it's 0-1 versus 0-1. The other exactly. one's 1-0 versus 1-0. It doesn't feel quite as epic, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, so Anthony versus Grant. Uh, gosh, Patrick Mahomes against the Chargers. That's a tough matchup. But he has Kamara and Chubb with nice matchups. Um, I can't say if Galladay's back. I'm just going to say, oh, gosh, should I just assume that Galladay's back? I'm going to assume that Galladay comes back. And yeah, I'd assume that. If Galladay comes back, and I, I, I'm just going to pick, um, I'm going to pick Anthony to bounce back here. I think Rodgers will still have a nice day against Detroit. Um, but here's the thing with starting both Rodgers and Jones: it's one or the other. It's not going to be both most of the time. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with. Uh, I'm going to roll with Anthony. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna roll with Grant here. I'm going. Okay. I'm going with Grant. Going with Grant. Um, and it's specifically because of Galladay and even Sutton, who um is probably not gonna practice tomorrow. Uh, they're both questions this week still. And if if one of them doesn't play, I would be still concerned for Anthony here. Um, could get a little sca- a little scary. He's not full force. Um. And I still like Grant. I still think Grant's got a good roster. I'll go with Grant to pull off the upset this week just because I think it's possible Anthony could be short one wide receiver or two. Who knows? Agreed. I, I, I mean, I agree with what your analysis is. I don't agree with your pick. but I'm, Okay, I'm gonna, obviously. I mean, Grant <laughs> is still not going to get Debo back, um, so that's mainly why I'm going to roll with Anthony, who I think – Juju yeah, has sense. a tough matchups, but I, I think it's going to be fine. So, oh, yeah, Debo's IR. Yeah, Debo's IR, which I think everyone was surprised by. I mean, it sounded like, um, it sounded like he was going to be back week one. So yeah, saying week four return now. Yeah, yikes, gross. Mm, not good. <laughs> okay, game of the week. Quinn soft dick against the Minshew men. Quinn, Huge. I think if Quinn starts 2-0, oh, he's got to change his name to Quinn's hard dick, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. I think 2-0 oh requires him to be Quinn's hard dick. Oh, man, mm-hmm. this is just so hard to pick. Russell Wilson against New England, that's, um, that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But Minshew against Tennessee as well, also tough. Yeah. Who else, does Tom, who else can Tom possibly start? Tough matchups. Baker might Baker against Cincy, maybe. Yeah, that would. Um, yeah, that's. Gosh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to start Baker Mayfield any week, <laughs> any week at all. Um, no. Oh God, I think I'm gonna go with Quinn in a tight wow. game, a really tight game. Um. All right, hear me out. I think you got to pull Boston Scott here. I think you put Jarvis Landry in and you just roll with it. Or you put Corey Davis, you pick one of the two. Mostert against the Jets. I like that matchup. I'm going to. Um, oh, Mostert against the Jets. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly. Thielen against the <laughs> Colts. And gosh, this is hard because oh. I like Gardner Minshew. Did you know Gardner Minshew is the only quarterback in NFL history? to throw for 95% completion and three touchdowns 
in week one. Wow. This guy is good. This guy is good. Clearly. In week one and? is the disclaimer that kind of bothers me, but I think it's funny. He didn't do bad against... this morning. Yeah, it was hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> he didn't do that bad last year against Tennessee. He only played him once the other time he was benched, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think he's. I think he could do well. I, st- I still think Russell Wilson will put up numbers against the Patriots, even though Patriots still clearly have a pretty good defense. Um, yeah, uh, that's hard. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. Zeke against Atlanta, such juicy matchup. My God, they both got great matchups. If I'm going to be honest, Robbie Anderson Uh, against Tampa Bay is not a good matchup. Oh, not a good matchup. Um, does he have anyone else he could put in? Slayton, I guess. Yeah, Slayton. Wait, who's Slayton playing? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's already in. He's playing Chicago. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, they can't put Slayton in. They then. Can't put Slayton in then. Maybe oh Ingram yeah, yeah. In. I don't know. Uh, could be Ingram. Gross. Not, not sure. It is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Keep it's Ingram tough. Ingram out for now. I think you're gonna see Dobbins take more load now, but we'll see. Yeah, it's tough. Um. Yeah, I think they're two. I mean, the Zeke Hines matchups are just they're nice, so juicy for me. They're so nice that I just keep lo- like I'm about to pick Quinn every time, and then I just look over at Zeke's <laughs> name, and I'm like, uh, first Atlanta. Oh boy, um, this is gonna be a close one. I'll go Tom just to differentiate from you because I think it's gonna be close, and I think you could go to either one. Honestly, Tom has an awful injury here with Michael Thomas. Uh, we'll see how he does without it. For the, I mean, he scored barely any points last week, so it shouldn't matter, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, I'll I'll go with Tom for now by Ooh, a little man. bit. No, I want Quinn to win this one to set up an epic <laughs> three against you. That oh, 2-0. Awesome. Oh, boy, that'd be sick. 2-0 be 2-0. Give it to us, Quinn. Come Give on, Quinn. the win. Oh, man. So, yep, rooting for Quinn this week. I'm going with it. So, uh, it was a fun week one. I think we you can tell how much fun we're having right now. Until one yeah. of us loses, then we're just going to be depressed. Yep. I mean, I'm, I was pretty depressed all Sunday, to be honest. <laughs> I don't. I would have lost to a lot of people this week, so uh, didn't have too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it was still it was still nice. I guess it's it's great. I, I'm enjoying just seeing ever. I enjoyed seeing everyone else pop off. Honestly, that was tons of fun for me. At the, at this point, my family can attest to it. I was just like sitting on the couch. Whenever someone scored, I'd be like, "Oh, who has that guy? Like that's sick." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that guy's looking good. Who has him? It's awesome. Um, and I'm yeah, honestly, none of them were on my team. But <laughs> it's still fun. It's still fun. It's still fun. It's great to have football back. So yeah. Uh, well, week one in the books. Week two. Good luck. We're getting this out a little bit early, so hopefully everyone has a chance to listen to it. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Excited. Waivers tomorrow. Excited Waivers to see who, tomorrow. who people get. It'll be interesting when I put all my money on Adrian Peterson. <laughs> all ninety dollars. Oh, I don't have that much left. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. All I right. have a hundred eight. <laughs> oh god! You'll guarantee uh, to get Adrian Peterson. Yep. Gotta Super lock up that to Detroit up backfield. All Need right. <laughs> See you guys. Good luck.